Hi guys, my name is Sohana and today I will be talking about global perspectives along with two of my partners included that is Ula and Anishka. So basically, I will be introducing you guys to what global perspective basically is and what projects we're trying to do on it and yeah, so global perspectives is basically we are trying to take a social um slash environmental problem and localizing it to our state which is goa and then trying to find sources on where we could implement it and then document it on um document and basically we're the younger generation and what we're trying to do is make a change so that we can help others and help so many other people and hopefully this podcast will influence us and other people to help us with the project and so that they can do better and have a be- much much better future so ula and anishka and me have three different projects that we are trying to decide on so each of us will explain what our project is so here we go we are going to start with ula so ula how are you doing today Hi, I'm Ola. I'm doing great. Um I will be talking about marine ecology and the effects that it has on the environment. Look, okay, so interesting. So, what have you so far um learned about marine ecology in your research? Well, marine ecology is quite a, a broad subject, but it's including the sea life and the animals inside it and i'm going to be talking about the awareness we should have towards it and how tourism and things like that are affecting it and how so what do you think is affecting the marine life well tourism is a big issue and we also have boat trips and such which are disturbing the dolphins and yeah a lot more actually um, So like what about the garbage in the rivers? Do you know much about that? I know it's a big issue and it's something that we should be working on because the sea is looked at as something that we don't see and we don't actually go into so it doesn't matter so much but actually it's a big world in there and we should take care of it because once it's ruined there's not much we can do about it. Um but interesting. So what are you trying to do with your project? Well, we've been uh we I'm planning to we're planning to localize it as much as possible and implement our solutions working on talking to NGOs, marine biologists and trying to rid the sea of garbage and All right, so like another weird I mean you're in Goa and everything. Do you know like do many people know about it or is it very few people and so is it like do you know how to spread awareness which is what way would be the best? Uh well, I don't think many people are aware of it and I think that's something we should definitely work on for our GP project um making everyone more aware of it and trying to find a solution. Where do you get your information from? Do you know who to ask like who all are you actually uh, taking information from asking for help to find out well with uh, well, i'm going to take some sources from the school since we have an environmental management teacher here so bala do you find uh, what do you find in the rivers and seas of goa can you name some sure 
There are sharks, um, dolphins, crocodiles, and many other fish. Oh, damn, that's a lot of information. So let's move on to Anishka's project. So Anishka, tell us something about your project on stray dogs. Hello guys, my name is Anishka and my topic is stray dogs. So now Goa is known to have a lot of stray dogs and they've been becoming a menace because people haven't been really doing much about them. I mean, they have, but not to an extent that they've solved the problem. So uh, right now we're trying to work on how to um, solve the problem, try and reduce the number of dogs because most of the dogs are suffering. They get diseases, they get all kinds of stuff. They starve most of the time because there isn't any isn't much food for them so what do you think the people are doing about this overpopulation of dogs well i know some ngos are working and making like neutering and neutering dogs but like i know a lot of villages uh, people who get really fed up with the dogs and they actually start poisoning them put poison into their food and that is really sad considering neutering your dogs in goa is not very expensive i think it's about 200 or something it's like, uh, so yeah, even some NGOs have it free, so it's not hard at all. And in fact, the NGOs come around and pick your dogs up, take them, and let them recover after being operated on, and then send them back. So I don't know why people don't get this done. Maybe it's because of laziness. That's not good at all. So what do you think, what are you going to do with this project that is going to make people think that, you know, oh, something changed? What change are you trying to bring? Well, first, we wanna, I want to spread awareness. I mean, we, we can try spreading awareness around. I don't think too many people know about the free neuter, neutering of dogs. Also, they, I don't think they know what the dogs go through every year. I mean, every month, in fact, when they go on heat, it's very stressful for the animal. So, and imagine having a mom that has puppies almost every two months. So that is very, very kind of harassing for the dog itself. They're weak, they don't have enough food. So I don't think people understand that and they take it for granted that the dog's having puppies and like, oh yay, we have puppies because puppies are really cute. Yeah, so. because I feel that um, when a mother has puppies and you know, like, you know, like she, when she doesn't have food, the puppies obviously need more food so she can't provide for food and that's why she just like tries to run away from them which is not a good idea. Yeah, that is true. Many puppies do get abandoned because their mothers sometimes actually die considering they're starved and they don't have enough energy for them, for their puppies to produce enough milk for the puppies and nutrient them. Mm-hmm. Also, puppies are also malnourished and therefore grow into dogs that are weak and not, like, you know. They have so weak bones. They have weak bones and they're weak dogs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what happens is this population of dogs is really growing. And so, at the end of it, there's, like, loads more dogs and the whole food chain actually changes because when you have a lot like it's you have a number of so many things and a number of like lesser for their food that's what's happening because now the dogs are starving because there is enough for food for them to eat and likewise the circle goes on so and as well goa is known for leopards and dogs are mostly taken away for leopards so that's what keeps the numbers low but also again the leopards are going down like number of leopards are going down so dogs are increasing so this cycle off. Wow, that certainly sounds really, really interesting. Okay. Okay, so Anishka, where have you found um, sources to research about these stray dogs? 
Well, I have a lot of people in school where I want to ask them whether they have bred dogs or whether they've adopted them because that's a very important thing. Because if you adopt a dog and each dog on the street has a home and it's not from a bred dog, then that also makes a huge difference because a lot of people do have pets. But if they have bred dogs, they're making more dogs for people to buy other than already adopting the ones that are already alive and suffering and could do better in a better home. I also want to go to the beach shacks because um, they, the dogs that are on the beach shacks do really well during season, which is from November to May. And they're like flourishing because there's enough food for them to eat and everything. But as soon as the shacks and stuff have to shut, um, my question is what happens to the dogs there? Do they all go into starvation mode? Do they move to somewhere else? Because I know dogs are very territorial. So I want to find out from them what do they do about the dogs. I also want to ask a lot of NGOs because um, I want to know what exactly happens because I only heard of a few NGOs actually going around picking up dogs to neuter them. I want to know whether the uh, other ones do it too or do they do it only for like interesting cases, you know. Wow, I love how curious you are. Okay, Suhana, could you tell us a little about your topic? Yeah, sure. So basically, my topic is river ecology, specifically experimenting with mangroves. So basically, um, I'm, I've researched about mangroves and how they affect our lives and how they are so helpful to the environment, how they stop soil erosion and stop floods. We can go around Gulji Bagh to experiment and ask people how it's affecting their lives. Yeah. So could you tell us a little more about mangroves? Do you know much? Um, mostly they are focused on... So basically they live around water. Their roots stop soil erosion and floods, which is a very, very big part of the river, which is especially very impor- important for the environment. And yeah. Are there any food source? Do any animals eat them? No, no animals eat them. It's just that the fishes, they get their nutrients from around the, his roots. And what do you feel are the threats towards mangoes at the moment? Sorry? What are the threats towards mangoes? People are cutting them down and they're not getting enough nutrients or they're dying. And like when they die, the, nobody, like no roots are going to be there for, to stop soil erosion. There's going to be higher chances of floods, which is very, very dangerous for the people living around that area. Okay, so yeah. Interesting, interesting. Now, let's talk about which project are we intrigued to do the most and why. So, Anishka, what do you think? Which project would you want to do? Well, I think marine ecology and the dogs are pretty interesting. They're both in vast different ways because marine, you're looking at the sea, which is also very interesting. I find interesting as like I like the sea and I like the marine life that lives in there. I also feel that the dogs is an interesting one because Goa is very dog populated and that would be something that we could actually do something about and more effective than the marine ecology, I feel. So, let's see. Okay, Ula, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I'm also going in towards the direction of stray dogs because I think it's also an easier thing. More informative topic. Yeah, more informative, easier to implement a solution towards and generally more... And more fun because we will be 
you know we can go to like beach shacks and pet cute puppies and learn about them and how hard their life is you know yeah definitely and it's less broad we can go to um pet shelters and we can research about it so yeah i think that would be a great idea i would love stray dogs the most sounds cool okay so we are going to talk about our first ever gb project that we decided on that was about going to galjibag which is a place near the river in south goa and what we were planning to do over there was to check out the bioluminescent plankton which is basically a photoplankton also known as glow in the dark water basically it's just like food for the fish but it's as you move your hand through it you see glowing water and it's a living organisms and if you see it closely it's like a dot like one living organism and it's mostly food for fishes like shrimps prawns etc so we were planning to do more over there which anishka and ula will fill you in with so anishka what did we go what did we do so our initial plan was for us to uh, since there's a big three lane highway i think six lane, six lane highway being built in uh, galji park we wanted to research and because it was spoiling the ecosystem also galji park is also known for turtle nestings and because it's a quiet beach and everybody kind of keeps it that way so well this year thanks to the very bridge being built the, there's a little lagoon there that was getting completely destroyed because of the uh, stands of the bridge and so our project was to find out how the villagers were coping with that as well as the ecosystem around it because i honestly haven't been there for a pretty long time so i haven't seen the uh, the what's happened yet so could you tell us more about the turtle nesting Okay so turtle nest uh, it happens every year i mean every year there's a turtle nesting season where they come in around november i think and the eggs hatch during feb march a few months later so basically turtles need a really quiet environment without any vibrations light or uh, nothing else so that's why most of the north goa beaches don't have turtles nesting there anymore thanks to all the beach shacks so um gajibag thankfully has kept their limits and they've not had any light pollution no music and they keep it very nice and calm for the turtles to come and nest so there was a turtle there were lot, actually two turtle nests on gajibag this year also that they've hatched now and so basically that's what it's like unfortunately we couldn't go because our dates didn't add up and other foundation that we were supposed to um meet these those guys were having a little bit of a thing with the forest department that's why we couldn't go but it sounded like a beautiful project and we hope to do it guys me ula and anishka wanted to let you know that the galji bag project was our first and original project but the fact that we did not talk about it because we thought that it wasn't happening but now it is i think and and um we'll be doing it if we can and if not we just wanted to let you know that the other three ideas we came up with me Anishka and Suhana are backup ideas okay and we'll keep you posted on which decision we take finally
Thank you. Thank you.